Local News Live. I'm Jessica Bowman. Thanks for joining us. We have a big story to get into. Right now, we're going to go to some live coverage from Washington, D.C. If you are not aware, Great Television has a bureau there in uh, Washington, D.C., where we have a team of journalists dedicated to telling the stories that are making impacts uh, not only in the D.C. area, but across our nation. This is uh, the story that we are talking about today. Korean War Veterans Memorial Wall of Remembrance Dedication Ceremony. It is a huge event, and right now we're going to learn more about it. Uh, joining me live here on Local News Live, Washington News Bureau Senior Reporter Ted Furaliso joins us live right here on Local News Live. So happy to have you here early in the morning, Ted, and uh, great to see you. Tell us what's going on behind you. Good to see you too, Jessica, and it is a hot morning <laughs> here in Washington, <laughs> D.C., uh, but we're really excited because where you're getting to see the dedication of the Wall of Remembrance. And the Wall of Remembrance is basically a wall of names uh, that has been built around the existing Korean War Veterans Memorial that first opened back in 1995. And on the panels, the granite panels there, will be listed um, 36,000 American service members who died, as well as 7,100 members of uh, what, what is called KUTUSA, uh, mm -hmm. that's short for Korean Augmentation to the United States Army. So in total, 43,000 wow. names of people who helped the U.S. Um, who died during the Korean War all the way back 1950 to 1953. Um, they're getting ready for this dedication ceremony. And, uh, you know, we have Korean War veterans, families, uh, dignitaries, uh, folks from Korea. Um, and uh, in terms of uh, representation from the U.S. government, uh, we're told that Second Gentleman Doug Emhoff will be here today. So, uh the ceremony is supposed to start at the top of the, the hour, Jessica. Wow. And, you know, as you talk about that, again, uh, such an important day. And I just get chill bumps as, as you're talking about that. Um, wow. It's so historic um, and so meaningful for so many people, so many families that are there. And I want you to just kind of describe what what is the sentiment like right now? I'm sorry, what is what like, Jessica? Which is, what is the feeling there right now? As uh, families are coming in, uh, people are starting to gather. Just what, what does it feel like? Yeah, well, you know, they've waited for this for so long, Jessica. Uh, you know, anybody who has uh, ever seen a memorial here in Washington will read about how long it takes to design, build, you know, even get uh, one of these memorials uh, built. And... You know, in terms of this memorial, it first opened back in 1995, and when visitors came to the memorial, they saw um, a mural wall, a beautiful granite mural wall uh, etched into there, uh, photographs uh, that were taken from the National Archives of, of people who served in the Korean War, and... Um, uh, there's a, a, a sort of a haunting uh, group of statues of uh, service members from the Korean War. And uh, sort of the centerpiece of the, of the memorial is a reflecting pool and a big sign that says freedom is not free. Mm. Now, the uh, folks who designed the Korean War Memorial always wanted to include a wall of names of those who died. But they told me what happened was back when the Vietnam 
uh, memorial wall opened, there was some backlash that the, the, the surviving veterans of the Vietnam War did not think that the uh, Vietnam Wall represented uh, them, uh, that it was only representing those who died in the Vietnam War. Um, but over time, that feeling changed and there was more support for getting a Korean wall uh, of names built. And um, just to show you how long that takes, the, the memorial opened in 1995. It wasn't until 2016 that President Obama signed the bill authorizing the building of the wall. Then over the past five years, you know, they've had to raise money, fi finalize the design, all of that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the grounds was broke last uh, year. And then uh, now a year later, it's going to be dedicated. And interestingly, it's the 27th anniversary to the date of the opening of the memorial, Jessica. Wow. Again, um, all this information, uh, just so much uh, for so many people across our country and beyond around the world. And so, you know, Ted, um, there's always a, a symbolism uh, kind of involved in the design. Let's talk a little more about that regarding this memorial. Okay, so the symbolism in the memorial, uh, the wall of um, remembrance, mm -hmm. uh, there are 100 granite panels and they are separated into the different branches of the military. So oh, okay. uh, there's a grouping that starts uh, with the Army mm -hmm. and then the Marine Corps, then the Navy and the Air Force. So those different sections. And then on the wall are listed uh, those who, who died uh, in order of rank. And mm -hmm. the symbolism there is that in the Korean War, Okay, I'm hoping you're going to come back. I want to hear the rest of what you have to say uh, from D.C. All right, looks like we're picking you back up, Ted. We may have lost a, a little bit of signal. I'm hoping you come back. Uh, I see it on one of my computers here that it is spinning and it is uh, trying to bring you back live here with us on Local News Live as we talk more about this dedication ceremony. Um, well, we may have lost Ted, but uh, that's okay because we are going to continue to tell this story. I'm going to give it one last chance here. Ted, can you hear me? All right. Well, unfortunately, it looks like we have lost Ted from our great D.C. Bureau. Um, I'm going to keep him open. If Ted, if you can hear me, I'm going to keep your mic open just in case um, the, the Wi-Fi issue kind of works out on your end. Um, we can bring you back in to kind of wrap up this coverage. But if you are just joining us again, wow, such an important day here in D.C. for our nation and uh, for so many people across uh, the world as the Korean War Veterans Memorial Wall of Remembrance, the dedication ceremony is happening today in Washington, D.C., and we were just getting a little bit of live coverage um, from our bureau, our, our, our senior reporter there, Ted Fiorizzo, as he talked more, um, just giving us a little preview of today's ceremony. And so again, uh, the Wall of Remembrance will be just a new focal point there um, at the Korean War Veterans Memorial. And so a remembrance wall uh, that will feature the names of more than 36,000 Americans, brave Americans, who died supporting the war and more than uh, 7,000 Koreans who died while augmenting the army. So again, uh, just uh, such an important, uh, important day here for our country and beyond. It looks like Ted's coming back in. Ted, can you hear me? One point.
I hear you. Uh, I, I, I'm calling in on the phone uh, because I think uh, the uh, the Internet uh, signal is not so good at the moment. But if you can hear me, yes. uh, what I was uh, saying was that um, 53% of those who fought in the Korean War were uh, or died were between 17 and 19 years old. Wow. So there's great symbolism that shows that uh, in the memorial, uh, the Wall of Remembrance, that most of those killed were so young. That's the point of it. And I just wanted to add, Jessica, I'm sorry we don't have the video signal, yeah, no, but, okay. um, you know, we're so honored here in the Washington Bureau to follow honor flights that come in from uh, oh, yes. all across the country, yeah. where, where the... Um, uh, those who serve get to see these memorials that are built in their honor. And, uh, you know, about 10 years ago, most of those veterans were World War II veterans. Mm. Now it's mostly Korean and uh, Vietnam veterans wow. because they're so dying touching. so quickly. So it, uh, it does touch your heart a little bit when you get to meet all these folks and, uh, and, and see their reaction to seeing these beautiful memorials. So if you haven't been down to Washington, please come and, and uh, you know, pay tribute to those who uh, gave the ultimate sacrifice. That's right. True American heroes. Well, thank you so much, Ted, for joining us. We appreciate your coverage and uh, kind of explaining to us more about the dedication ceremony. I know it's getting busy behind you. Expected, uh, expected to start in the next few minutes, so we will let you go, but we look forward uh, to your coverage throughout the day. Thanks, Jessica. All right. Have a great one. And again, um, we were checking in uh, some live coverage here with uh, one of our reporters there from Gray, D.C., uh, just talking about the importance of this dedication ceremony. And, you know, um, he was talking about those honor flights coming into Washington, D.C., and he was saying, you know, most recently, um, just uh, the past several months uh, and even the past year, we've been having some veterans who have been here from the Korean War um, that are there seeing this, uh, what is built in their honor. And so just how touching it is. And, you know, I know many areas across our nation where we do have great television stations, uh, we share those stories with you, uh, your local veterans and your local community that are getting to go to Washington, D.C. and um, see history and what's being built in their honor, these dedication ceremonies, as uh, well as, as so many uh, statues and remembering uh, areas there that uh, they just pay tribute to, to those who pay the ultimate sacrifice, um, to those true American heroes. And so uh, just it's so heartwarming to see. If you haven't seen um, the video from your local great television station of those, uh, of those flights, those honor flights, I encourage you. All you have to do is a quick search. Just go to your local television station and type in Honor Flight, and you'll be able to see some of your local heroes there that, will, that were able to make that trek uh, to Washington, D.C. So great story there.